Welcome to Rama for Today Radio. I, I uh, you know, just a single young man. They didn't have any pastors, any place for a pre- the pastor to stay. I stayed first in the home of one of the deacons of the church. Now he tried his best to get me interested, and, and this was before Orita showed up on the scene. But he tried to get me interested in another young lady there in the church. And at every meal, while he would talk about, you know, her qualifications, she could play a guitar and sing. In those days, in Pentecostal circles, if you couldn't play a guitar and sing, well, boy, you're just out of it, that's all. Welcome to Rama for Today. Kenneth E. Hagan continues his teaching on the glory of God. Also, later in today's program, I'll tell you about this month's special radio offer. Right now, let's join Kenneth E. Hagan for today's message. So I started preaching out there in the country. Now, I didn't have the baptism of the Holy Ghost. I had not spoken with other tongues. But one Sunday night, I was preaching out there in the country. And my text was from James, what is your life? It is even a vapor that appeareth for a little time and then vanishes away. And so I'm just preaching away, had my watch right there on the, you know, a good dollar watch, West Clock. In, in fact, I give 49 cents for it on sale. I don't know why they ever call them dollar watches. You know, we, we, in those days, we never did give a dollar for one of them. I mean, the regular selling price is 79 to 89 cents. Then they put them on sale sometime, even cheap as 39 cents. I got this one for 49 cents. And I got it right there on the pulpit, you see. And for my Baptist training and beginnings, I always preached from notes. I got them among Pentecostals. They wouldn't listen to you in those days if you preached some notes, so you had to hide them so they couldn't see them. <laughs> and, uh, and so I'm just preaching away. And suddenly from the back of that little old church out there in the country, I saw this cloud come rolling in. Now, it, it, it's a cloud, but it looks like waves of the ocean. You've seen waves coming in? They're about three or four feet high. But it's a cloud. It just comes rolling in from the back. I, it didn't excite me because I knew what it was. I'd seen it before. That day on, on August the 16th. And, it, and when it come rolling in, it covered up the people. And I couldn't see the people on the back pew. And I couldn't see the people on the second from the back, the third from the back, the fourth from the back. And just another building so we didn't have too many of them. And it covered them all up. I couldn't see them. I'm still preaching away. And we had a little altar bench there and it covered it up. And, and, and we had this uh, pulpit and a little platform over in the corner. And it just came on. And I looked at my watch. You know, the Bible said to watch and pray. <laughs> and, and so I looked at my watch. Know exactly what time it was. And it come right on up the, and, and filled the platform. And then I couldn't see anything. Can't see my notes. And I just kept preaching. I could hear the sound of my voice, but I couldn't distinguish one word I said. From this day, I never know one single word I said. And I just kept preaching. And that cloud filled the whole thing. I can't see a thing in the world. The room is filled with a cloud. I could hear the sound of my voice, but I don't know, didn't know then, don't know now. One single word I said. And then it began to lift. It lifted from around the pulpit and the little platform first. I could see the pulpit and then the altar. And then the first pew, and the second pew, and the third pew, and the fourth pew. And we had three sections, and this over in the corner, but there wasn't about five or six pews. And so it wouldn't hold very many people. I couldn't regain control of what I'm saying, although I could hear the sound of my voice. I was preaching all the time until it left 
lift the whole building. When it lifted, then I looked at my watch. It had been 17 minutes. It had been 17 minutes. And so I don't know what to say now because I don't know what I've been to saying. <laughs> so I don't know how to hook on to what I've been to saying. So I just said, everybody bow your head and let's pray. And so I prayed and gave an invitation. After the service was over, I stayed that night. I'd stay sometime with some folks by the name of Terry. And maybe J.E. will be here during this meeting. He got saved out there at six years of age. Pastor now, Southside Assembly of God Church in McKinney. But I'd stay sometimes with uh, Mr. R.O. Cox and uh, his uh, son-in-law and daughter. You know, ran, lived there on the farm place and ran the farm. And so uh, the next morning at the breakfast table, because out there on the farm, of course, you know, they got up early. And dude, his son-in-law, he's already out in the field, you know. And Mary, I don't know what she's doing, but she's doing something around there. And Mr. Cox and I, because you see, he's 89. And he didn't get up very early, and I didn't get up very early. And so we eat breakfast around 8 o'clock in the morning. They got up, you know, at sunup. You know, that's what you do out in the country. I have to explain that to these young folks nowadays because they don't know anything. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> and so uh, I, I said to Mr. R.O. Cox, I said, uh, that last 17 minutes last night of my sermon, because I'd been preaching 17 minutes when the glory came in, and it was there 17 minutes, so I quit 34 minutes. I said, that last 17 minutes, the last half of my sermon last night, was it all right? Oh, yeah, yeah, he said, fine. Well, I said, uh, why? I said, well, I just want to know. What I said that last 17 minutes, did it fit my text all right? Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, did it fit in with what I had been saying the first 17? Oh, yeah, it fit right in. Why? Well, I said, was there anything different about that? That last 17 minutes. He said, why? I said, well, you tell me and then I'll tell you. <laughs> was there anything different, I said, about that last 17 or that last half of my sermon? And Mr. Cox said, well, everybody afterwards is talking about it said it didn't look like you. Your face just lit up. Your face shone like an angel. And the word just come pouring out of your mouth. And everybody was amazed. Well, thank God for the manifestation of the glory. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Praise God. Now, then I, I pastored out there between two and three years, that little church in the country. And while I was out there, I was filled with the Holy Ghost, spoke in other tongues. Then in 1938, I accepted the pastor of a little full gospel church in the black land of north central Texas called Tom Bean, Texas. That's down in the southeast corner of Grayson County. Sherman is the county seat of Grayson County. Well, I was single in those days, and that's where I met my lovely wife and married her. But in those days, they called me String Bean from Tom Bean. <laughs> but them days are gone forever. Amen. I only weighed 138 pounds. And so, uh, I, I uh, you know, just a single young man, they didn't have any pastors, any place for a pre the pastor to stay. I stayed first in the home of one of the deacons of the church. Now, he tried his best to get me interested, and, and this was before Orita showed up on the scene. But he tried to get me interested in another young lady there in the church. And at every meal, while he would talk about, you know, her qualifications, she could play a guitar and sing. In those days, in Pentecostal circles, if you couldn't play a guitar and sing, why, well, boy, you're just out of it. That's all. <laughs> and she could play a guitar and sing beautifully. 
and, uh, and so on and so forth. And, and we'd go to youth rallies, young people's rallies, or visit a revival meeting or something. And he wouldn't tell me, but he'd always go by. He'd take his family, and I'd ride up in the front seat with him. And he'd always go by and get her. There's no place for her to sit except up the front seat. He did his best. Well, in the fall of the year, I went up there in the summertime, and we'd have Wednesday night services, Sunday morning services, Sunday night service. But in the fall of the year, because you see, this is farmer. All of my folks are farmers. We had a few people lived in town. Only 102 people lived in town. But there's more people in those days in the country than there was in town. They've all come, gone to town since then. And they're farmers. And cotton was king. And so you pick cotton in the fall. And so in the fall of the year, we would dismiss because everybody's working Wednesday night service. And through the fall months, we'd have Saturday night service, Sunday morning service, and Sunday night service. Well, this young lady was scheduled to sing a special song in this uh, Saturday night service. But she didn't show up. She wasn't there. We went right ahead with the service nonetheless. And then on Sunday morning, I'm up preaching in the pulpit, just preaching away, when suddenly that cloud came and just enveloped me. I couldn't see a person. I couldn't see anything. I could hear. I looked at my watch just before I went into it. Had that same dollar watch. I mean, a year later, it's still ticking right away. Or two years later, still going right along. And so uh, I, uh, I could hear the sound of my voice, but I couldn't distinguish one single word. I said, I don't know what I said. I just hear the, heard the sound of my voice. And then suddenly, and, and you've got to realize, friends, that there's a fine line between fanaticism and reality. And a lot of folks get off into everything in the world. But friends, it is as the Spirit wills, not something that you put yourself into some kind of a something. The Word of God said that Peter went out on the housetop to pray and he fell into a trance. Now he didn't put himself into a trance. He didn't try to go into a trance. In other religions and, and in false things and cults and so on and so forth, they, they endeavor to put themselves into a trance or to go into a trance. But you see, over in this realm of real Bible, praise God, when the Spirit of God moves, it is as the Spirit wills, and you don't try to put yourself into anything. Just let the Holy Ghost do it. Just learn to flow with Him. And so I could hear the sound of my voice, all right, just preaching away. And I'm in that glory, but suddenly, I was gone. You're listening to Rama for Today with Ken and Lynette Hagan. You can find more resources, including the message you're going to hear today. Visit us today at rhema.org. That's R-H-E-M-A dot O-R-G. This month's package is Lynette's Bargain Bag. In this bag, you have a CD from Kenneth E. Hagan, The Glory of God. Also, Ken Hagen's book, Man's Impossibility, God's Possibility. Also in the bag are four mini-books. Commanding Power, Is Your Miracle Passing You By? The Prison Door is Open, What Are You Doing Inside? And Unforgiveness. All of these items come in a cloth bag with a faith shield on it. All this for $14.95. Call toll-free 1-888-FAITH-99. Again, call toll-free 1-888-FAITH-99. 
You can also order online at rhema.org. That's R-H-E-M-A dot O-R-G. Rhema.org. Or if you prefer to write to Kenneth Hagen Ministries, our address is P.O. Box 50126, Tulsa, Oklahoma, 74150. We always love to hear from our listeners, so write in or email us today and become a part of Rama for Today. Now, let's join Ken and Lynette Hagen. Hey, listen, we also have a magazine called The Word of Faith Magazine. And you can go to rhema.org and you can read it online. That's right. Or you can download it. You can also, at rhema.org, you can also access uh, Rhema Praise and archived uh, conferences that we've had. Yes. And then you can, if you want to, you can listen to the Rhema for Today, our radio podcast. podcast. That's right. Uh, man, we also have a Roku. We have channel there. That's right. In fact, I think we were one of the first ministries to get a channel on Roku. 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 That's right. Maybe I'll say it right next time. Okay. (laughs) And and you can also join us live on Sunday and Wednesday evening for our uh, Rama services right here in the Broken Mm Arrow campus at rama.tv, 10 a.m., and 6 p.m. on Sunday, that's Central Time. That's right. And at 7 p.m. on Wednesday for Hour of Power. Mm-hmm. We invite you to, to, to do that. And, uh, you know, just thinking about it, you can download the Rama USA app, app. Uh-huh. on your on iPhone, your smartphone, your iPhone, Android, uh, iPad, iPad, mini that's iPad. Right. That's and right. And you can, you can watch right there on that. Well, you know, there's... we. We, what, what we're trying to do is to use every avenue available to tell people about Jesus. That's what we're trying to do. And you know what? There's a lot of you that have become our partners. We yes. call them word partners. Yes. That helps us. Tomorrow on Rama for Today, we'll continue Kenneth E. Hagen's life-changing message. That's tomorrow on Rama for Today with Ken and Lynette Hagen.